Thank you for that as well. Um, one man, everything. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's possible that we could have we could have God and not wear him correctly, like that guy that we could wear God backwards, right? So we don't want to be that. Um you, we don't want to be that Christian. We don't want to be those people who will wear God and not and 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 we fall into a situation, a, a difficult situation, whatever situation we might find ourselves, okay, because that's that that's guaranteed as human beings, okay, on this planet. We would have, you know, um we would have situations that would test us. And how do we ensure we do not drown, okay, in our takeoff mode? All right. How do we ensure we stay afloat throughout the entire year and forever? Okay. So um yeah, I know as I like to do. Um let's get into the word. How 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 is it possible that a person does God wrong, all right, um, or carries out God wrong? So let's start from um, the acts of the apostles or the act, like to call it the actions of the apostles, because it's, 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 there's so much, you know, that goes on around that we don't really understand as young people. And, so, you know, it's, it's, I think it's very important that we start, you know, making sure this thing is very, very clear to everybody. The actions of the apostles, of the apostles, um, I'm going to start from chapter 26, and as far as I can go is where I'm going to go tonight. I'm not going to rush this thing. I know we'll come back to it some other time. Uh, chapter 4. So this is Paul now, okay, um, speaking to speaking to one of the courts that arrested him. And it says, as the Jewish leaders are, are well aware, um, I was given a thorough Jewish training from my earliest childhood among my own people and in Jerusalem. Um, if if they would admit it, they know that I have been a member of the Pharisees, uh, of the Pharisees, the strictest the strictest sect of our religion. Um, and verse nine says, I used to believe that I ought to do everything I could to oppose the very name of Jesus the Nazarene. Indeed, I did just that in Jerusalem. Authorized by the leading priests, I caused many believers there to be sent to prison, and I cast my vote against them when they were condemned to death. Okay, so this is Paul completely wearing God wrong here. Okay, he knows God as the supreme authority. Okay, he regards him as the highest being. And, he, and and as prescribed by the law, he was doing everything he, he thought was correct. So he did regard God, and in fighting for for the faith, um, he, he wore God wrong. He wore God backwards. All right. So this is an example, and we, in even even today, we we do know about Jews, and you know we still know about Christians today, or quote unquote Christians, because we can't we can't we can't define Christian wrong. It's we Christians to do it correctly. Um, that. You know, in one way, shape, or form, even in our own lives, we could probably be in God wrong. Like we could be doing God wrong. All right. And um, until someone told Paul, hey, you got to turn this thing the other way, or you got to wear this thing properly. Like, like what, what you doing? All right. Someone called his attention, and that was Jesus himself. So in uh, verse 15, uh, when he, he had his encounter on the road to Damascus, um, so. Yeah, Paul got blinded, and then he asked, who, who are you, Lord, after I got struck? Um, and the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get to your feet, for I have appeared to you to appoint you as my servant and witness. Tell people that you have seen me, and tell them what I will show you in the future. I will rescue you from both your own people, Jews, and the Gentiles, Okay, who aren't Jews? Yes, I am sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God. Then, when they are shown the light, okay, when they're shown the light and told they were entered wrong, okay, then they will receive forgiveness for their sins. So it's already been given to them, but then they will receive it. They got the light jacket, but now they're going to receive it. They're going to receive it. And um, then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. I'll leave the Holy Spirit to be telling you everything else tonight. I can say everything. <laughs> Moving forward. So I call this the life substitute. Now, Paul has been told, okay, he's got this thing backwards. Now he has an encounter. And the only thing, you know, that comes um, as a result of someone having an encounter, okay, with God is that they will start telling it. Okay, and we'll, and we'll see how that how that actually happens. So in Galatians chapter two verse twenty, the NLT, 
for simplicity, for, for, for the sake of simplicity, uh, we've got that. Um, Paul is saying, I have been crucified with Christ. This is, this is deep, y'all. Um, this is deep, and I'm going to explain it. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, the life I am living now in the flesh, not some, you know, up over there, kind of, I mean, the real one I'm living in, you know, body in blood and flesh right now. I live this life by the faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So I strongly believe um, this is where I'm particularly... Um, I'm particularly, uh, would I say, headstrong and very, um, I wouldn't want to say concerned, but um, I, I'm just, I'm praying this for everyone, you know, to experience the life of Christ in, what, in one way, shape or form. Okay. It's, it's going to be the start, however little, and then that will gradually progress into many other things of in many other parts of your life. So, um, Paul here has experienced certain parts of him or his entire life here being crucified. Okay, certain parts of his life, he's, he's, he's basically experienced his life actually die. Okay, and then he's experienced it being resurrected again. That's what it means by I have been crucified. When Jesus was crucified, my life, the one I knew it to be, got crucified as well. The one I was, the life I was living, crucifying everybody else that believed in Jesus and going around slaying everybody, that life now, when Jesus Christ died, was crucified with Jesus. And now the life I am living right now it is not my life anymore. Now that Jesus has risen from the dead, the life I am living now is the life of, of Jesus. And the only way I can live somebody else's life is by me believing in them. So I've come to this um, realization of the for someone who's going to live the life of Jesus every single day, of course, that has to be done by believing in him by faith, of course. And now um, doing that means relying on him by the second. So when you hear singers talk about, I, I, I need Jesus... Every minute, every hour, every second, every, every every micro minute, I do need Jesus. Because that's my life now. That is my life now. That is the life of the Christian. The life of the Christian is the old life being crucified and living the life of Christ. And it's like, Jesus, it's, it's, it, I mean, I experience it every, and it's, 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 it's something that's absolutely powerful. Where you know exactly what you could do with your life. And you say, nah, that ain't my life no more. Um, the life I live right now um, is Jesus's life. And right there and then, when you succumb and you receive that life, it's completely different how you respond to any situation. You could literally see the difference between your life, the one that was crucified, and then the life you're living in Jesus now. All right. So it's it's not actually, we, 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 you know, I'm, I'm really glad that we've come to this state where we can actually bring the, the, the scriptures to life. OK, and it's not just some text. It's it's legit. OK, it's it's real. All right. So moving forward now um, and this and then the scriptures are going to start making so much sense now. So much sense. It's going to it's it's real. Yo. It's all, OK. Anyway, um, Matthew chapter 16, verse 24. Then Jesus said to his disciples. If any of you wants to be my follower, you would, you must give up your own way. Okay, you must give up your life. Okay, take up your cross and follow me. If you are trying, to, if you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it because you ain't got none in the first place. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save your life. You will save your life. There's so many scriptures I can get into. But I think that's very um, self-explanatory. So substitute your life for God's. Substitute your life for Jesus' life. And in there is where you find your own life. In there is life. In, in Jesus is life. Moving forward for the sake of time. So now we, we're going we're gonna to see where people started wearing God right now. Um, this is when uh, 
Peter and John, um, after they healed a man, I believe on the Sabbath, um, they got arrested because they were just so charged up and filled with, you know, with the Holy Spirit that the guys, you know, the, 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 the high priests convicted them of doing good things, of doing good things. Anyway, let's read it. Because I, I believe, so, so for young people, you might, oh, why are we reading so many spirituals? It's, it's like super, yeah, yo, you're not going to find yourself or the life of Jesus, which is, you know, the only life, okay, anywhere else, but in this book. And that's the one that's super boring to everybody because they're not explaining it correctly. Anyway, um, or as, as, as well as I think it should be explained. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about uh, wearing God right here and see what really happens. When, when people got, you know, wearing it, when, when we started wearing God, right? So, uh, Acts of Apostles, again, again, chapter 4, 1 to 2, and then I'm going to skip to 8 to 10. So, while Peter, I think I'm reading from the either the NLT or the message here, I'm not sure, I think it's the NLT. Uh, while Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priests, the high priest of the temple, crazy, um, the captain of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees, that's another sect of the Jewish religion. These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus, there is a resurrection of the dead. That you could actually die. There's something called a resurrection, that someone could die and then they could be resurrected back again. And this, this is what happens when you start having an experience of Jesus, where certain parts of your life, or your entire life gradually, you know, begins to die, and then it becomes resurrected in Christ now. <clears throat> and like, um, the things I used to want to do, I, the, the way I used to respond, I don't do that no more. Okay, the things I used to wonder, I don't do no more. Um, anyway, that, I'll leave the oldest way to do that with you. <laughs> uh, verse 8, then Peter filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of our people, are we even questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. Resurrection. Moving forward. So, I'll skip to verse 12 real quick. It says, There is salvation um, in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. In the message is my favorite. It says, Salvation comes no other way. No other name has been, has been or will be given to us by which we can be saved. Only this one, through the name of Jesus. And in parallel is uh, John chapter 14, uh, which I love a lot, verse 6. and says, no one comes to the Father except through me. So going back to the life vest right now, no one, if, if you were to caps, if you were to, you know, get into a situation where, you know, you're in the, you're in the middle of, the, of an ocean in your life, okay? Or, or just to say you are, um, you haven't started believing yet. And everything is just going super, super all right. And, you know, the scripture is telling us, right, there is no way, there is no other way to be truly saved. And you know you're saved. There is no way to be saved. Okay, there is no other life jacket you got. Okay, but through Jesus, you can have the life jacket, but for it to be um, effective and actually do its work of saving you is by Jesus. Man, I, I want to know everything about that Jesus then. I want to know him from front or back about every hair on his body. I want to know exactly how he got raised up. How I need to experience that raising up myself. Okay, I need to know everything about this Jesus. If, if it's going to be my entire life jacket and everything I'm doing is going to rest on this Jesus, and I, I need to know. I don't want to wear Jesus backwards. I don't want to do that. Inflate everything else in my world. And then I got Jesus one backwards. I don't want to do that. I don't think you'd want to do that. I don't pray for anybody to do that. I'm very, very sure we'd want to wear Jesus correctly. All right. So, um, and I think one way to start, one way to start, I've already started talking about is, is wearing the resurrection power of Jesus. Wearing the resurrection power of Jesus. So let's go to Philippians chapter three, verse five. Let me see how, my, how I'm doing on time. On time. Okay. Very good. Um, uh, Philippians chapter three, verse five message says, uh, this is Paul again. Paul, 
um, because yeah, Paul is the is the apostle to the Gentiles here, and I think he's one of the uh, most qualified to speak to us, non-Jews. Uh, so um, if he's not the most qualified, actually, uh, Philippians chapter three verse five in the message, Paul is telling them now, you know my pedigree. Okay, I am a legitimate, a legitimate by birth. Okay, circumcised on the eighth day, an Israelite from the elite tribe of Benjamin, a strict and devout adherent to a strict and adherent, um, and devout adherent to God's law, a fiery defendant of the purity of my religion, even to the point of persecuting the church, a meticulous observer of everything set down in God's law book. All right. So verse seven, um, the very credentials, everything we just read. Okay. In verse five. Okay. Those very credentials, these people are waving around. Okay. As something special. Paul says, I, the devout one, I'm tearing up and throwing out with the trash along with everything else I used to take credit for. Okay. And why am I doing that? Why am I throwing everything I've always known? Okay. Into the garbage because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, because of Jesus, I am throwing everything away. Yes, all the things I once thought were so important are gone from my life. Those got, those died, all right? Those died compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ Jesus. It is a privilege to know Christ Jesus. And then that takes me to, I'm going to digress real quick into the pre-thought question about um, why do you have a relationship with Jesus? I, I I can't wait to see what the answers what the answers are 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 or why why are you with Jesus? For us to actually know that it's a privilege to know Jesus makes us want to tell everybody else we know about Jesus. Should make us want to tell everybody else we know because then they're missing out on a huge privilege, right? Okay, so it's because they haven't experienced that death of life, and then they haven't you know certain things haven't haven't you know resurrected for them yet we, we we gotta start talking about jesus so compared to the high privilege of knowing christ jesus as my master firsthand everything i once thought i had going for me is insignificant dog dung i've dumped it all in the trash so that i can embrace christ and be embraced by him i didn't want some petty inferior brand of righteousness that comes from keeping a list of rules when I could get the robust kind that comes from trusting Christ, God's righteousness. The one that comes from trusting Christ is actual God's righteousness. Now, check this out. Um, I, I love, okay, I'm just going to take it out. There. I mean, I love I love jewelry. It's what it is. And I don't wear them that much because I know you say I ain't got jewelry and money like that. But I, I love it. Okay. And I, I don't need to wear it. It can come in other kinds of form. It can come in stones. It can come. I don't care. Uh, I love gold, particularly diamonds and stuff. So I just like I just like good um, red gems and stones because uh, they're super cool. Who doesn't want one? Um, but I, I I I just took me back to high school real quick. Where, you know, and you might find this in almost every establishment, not only in school, uh, wherever your offices offices are, um, where you have janitors, right? And you know, janitors are hardworking people. Props to them. And it just seemed like janitor fashion that these guys wear a lot of jewelry. I mean, they wear jewelry everywhere. They can have like six on their neck. I mean, bracelets on their arms, a wrist, and you know, and and ankles. And like, yikes, man, you're like super blinking. But and at the same time, if you knew stuff about jewelry, you know, this ain't legit jewelry. This is like, there's no way you can have this much jewelry on. All right. <laughs> There's no way you can. There's no way someone is trolling me. There's no way you can have this much jewelry on. It can only be the wrong jewelry. So it's like everything Paul was saying here is like he got the wrong. He got a lot of the wrong jewelry on the whole time. And it's like when you start seeing the the pure jewelry, it's like damn, you can't take your eyes off eyes off of it. You just keep staring at it. And it's so precious to you. And then we begin to actually see Jesus and God in, 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 in his purest form. You begin to really see God in his purest form, which is Jesus. And it's like, th this is incredible. This is incredible. And then we take all that janitor jury, quote unquote, that's all dog dung. 
all right, I just I just hope that it helps, you know, clarify certain things for people here. Where, um, if and now, if people were to um see you, those that know quality will say, um, he got the right jewelry on. Mm, not quite. Some, something is not right there. And 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 you might start experiencing that people will um respond to you. It almost seems like a law of life where people will respond to you based on your quality. All right. If you got if you got genital jewelry on spiritually, you you, you it's almost as if you would get um genital um genital rapport, if you will. Okay. And if you got quality on, like um Jesus, you got the pure stuff on. You almost will be getting pure response. You will you will respond purely first of all, and you will get pure response because now you're a rare gem, and the, the purest of people want you. Okay, it, it's I hope that just helps settle the the reality of this for for us and for the sake of time, um, I can I can I can go further than that. So Philippians chapter three verse ten here. So I gave up all that inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally. Experiences of uh, I think I'm, I wanted to read this in the NLC. I want to know Christ and experienced the mighty power that raised him from the dead. This is the resurrection power we're talking about. I want to experience that, okay? I want to take all that jewelry, all that stuff I thought was good. Okay, I want, all that's I want to take that away. I want to experience the pure stuff now. Notice we haven't talked about your blessings, about your, uh, what journey God is taking you on, uh, wherever, all that, all that, all that comes out of the experience of resurrection power. All that, all those things are byproducts. All right, we're talking about the main thing. We're keeping the main thing, the main thing here. Isn't that amazing? I want to know Christ and experience the mighty power that raised him from the dead. I want to suffer with him, okay, and sharing in his death. Certain things got to die, all right, so that in one way or the other, one way or another, I will experience the resurrection from the dead. That is amazing. Imagine experiencing the resurrection from the dead like Jesus did in whatever way, shape, fashion, or form. That is amazing. And once you begin to experience that, however little in your life, it begins to cascade into many other things. And then you start experiencing that resurrection power over and over and over. And like, yikes, you're just going to look yourself in the mirror one day and say, man, this life I'm living is the Christ life. It's not mine anymore. It's not the one I was told. It's not the one I, I was philosophized about or got woke up of. This is Christ's life right here. This is Christ's life right here. This is Christ's life I am living. I am living it because I know about him. Okay, I know what he's done. And we're going to be talking about what God is, um, what Jesus, and we know what Jesus has done for us, but we're going to be talking about it even in more detail this year. Um, but that experience is, that experience of resurrection power in our own lives. Is, there's no way you would experience this, not talk about it, not because because it's it's you can't get it anywhere else but through Jesus. Nobody else gives it. Nobody else gives it. Nobody else gives it, and it's the purest form of experiencing God through Jesus. Um, let me see if I got it. Okay, so let's let's yeah, I'm glad. I'm so glad. I only went. Ooh, what's that? Uh, uh, seven minutes out of time. Okay, so I'm gonna stop right there, and uh, let's let's talk. Let's talk. Excellent. 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 I thought that was really, really awesome to talk about based on what we just heard. So yes, thank you, Brother Shale. Do you um, the responses to the question? Oh yeah, let's do that. And pull that out. Oh, oh. Lately the answers have just been so robust that it's it's kind of taking on a mind of its own. So that's awesome. Um. Okay, responses. Thank you to everyone who's chatted us up. Uh, let's see here. How did this thing turn into a stat um, producing event? But hey, we love numbers, so why not? Um, let me see what we got here. I'm loving it. It's cool, though. Even though the answers are similar. <laughs> this, this is this is exactly why we do this for introspection. Okay, so what areas of your life are you unaware 
of how to apply Jesus to. And boom, the testing of spirits um, comes to play. We got four responses where half says, um, not applicable. Not, I guess that's not so sure. Um, 25% says, I guess I don't know how to apply Jesus. Kind of ties into uh, the 50 percent are making 75 percent. And um, somebody says, I know how to apply Jesus into every area of my life. Thank God for that. That's the 25 percent. I think, I think, thank you for the honesty. I think, sorry, I'm going to shut up. Um, please talk, uh, Dr. Tungi. Say it again. I got super excited and started talking about it. Please explain what no, 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 you all this go. Was. Analyze it. Analyze your answers. I'm good. Can someone mute their phone? Uh, someone's on the phone and they're like coughing. <laughs> Just mute for us. Okay, I got you muted. Um, so yeah, as I said, seventy-five percent of technically seventy-five percent of people aren't sure, so sure, um, based on the responses of how to apply Jesus to our lives, and that is incredible. That is that is that is that is. That is why we're here tonight. That is why we're here tonight. That is why we are here tonight. Oh my gosh. I am super excited that we're actually tackling um, what I would um, regard as um, important um, or cogent issues. And now we're actually talking about how to experience Jesus. Man, how better way to say you're a Christian than to experience Jesus? Now, I, I hope you, you have to, I guess, um, revisit the notes and the scriptures we've, so we've spoken about tonight. And so the way to experience Jesus is about hearing about what he's done for you in that, in that he has he is paid your way forward, okay, for everything you would ever need that is good, okay, and then, you know, uh, he's made a life of, of, of salvation available to you. And then to experience that is to, is to, is to simply believe him that he's done that, okay, put your life Okay, in one, in, you know, aside, gradually, I'm not going to say do it overnight, gradually, you know, move towards him and then start start hearing about what he did through the apostles, first of all. How about, I'll give you that right now. Check out how he did it with Paul, how he did it with Peter and John, who were devout, you know, um, devout against Jesus at first. Okay, what exactly did, did, did they hear or what did Jesus tell them and how did they experience Jesus? And then in that way and fashion, we begin to man. I, I, I this this is going to be an amazing year. How how people are going to be how you all going to be experiencing Jesus? That that's incredible. And for the twenty five percent who know how to apply Jesus, please continue to teach other people about Jesus, <laughs> about Jesus, about Jesus. Jesus is not just some. Okay, all right. Moving on. Second question. What are the oh, things? Wait, hold back real quick. All right. Mm. Is, could this be an answer with a longer response? I don't know. Is there any way to see that? I I I did make it a what you call it. Um, I think okay, this is what Google does. Um, because it was a short answer response. All right, and I think because uh -huh. the answers were super short, it makes it into a graph. Oh, because I, mm -hmm. I I see the dot dot dot, and I'm like, maybe this person had more to say. I was just curious. Yeah, exactly. Um, and let me see if yeah. I actually did or not. Um, no, it's a dot, dot, dot. <laughs> really? Oh, okay. I love the honesty. You know what I mean? Like, I love, oh, yeah. and this is why we do this. Like, said, like you know, we want, we want to hear from you guys. Like, if you don't know how to apply Jesus, you don't know how to apply Jesus. Great. That's why Empower is here. So, like, we can learn the best way to do that, just like Brother Sean said earlier, I, I actually really love the meme that you put up with the life vest being on the wrong way, because we think of like being, you know, we think of being Christian as black or white, like you're Christian, so great, you're following, you're faithful, you're doing all this stuff, or you're not. But you could be Christian and think you're doing things right, and you are doing things like, you think you're right, and it looks kind of right, but there's something wrong with that picture. You know what I mean? And, I and that's probably more dangerous. If right. anything else, because now you're confident in something that you shouldn't be confident in. Mm. You know, like you're right. that guy thinks he can jump in the water and he'll float. He can get the life jacket, but that doesn't mean he's gonna save it. He's gonna get. He's gonna get. He's gonna. He's gonna leave. Anyway, yeah. 
you get the gist. Yeah. Um, Your applications. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So uh, thank you for the honesty. This is this is this is. I feel like we should come back to this. Yikes. Um. Anyway, <laughs> this is big. Number two, what are the things you sometimes desire more than your relationship with God? And I think these are the things that, um, when I was thinking about this, these are the, these are the, would I say, the, I wouldn't want to say the wrong instructions or not those so correct instructions that, you know, tell us to wear the jacket the wrong way. Anyway, first response is, uh, the things that sometimes, you know, that I desire sometimes that my relationship with Jesus, being able to being able to travel the world without considering other factors. All right, Johnny Walker. Uh, travel the world without considering anything else. All right, many travelers. Um, I know my relationship with Jesus matters more, but we all have flaws that make us idolize other things. That is so good. I like my personal relationships make me feel more fulfilled sometimes. Man, talk about truth. I try to eradicate that feeling, but it is involuntary. I wish I could make myself be satisfied only with God's love, despite anything anyone else thinks. Yeah. Fourth answer, subconsciously, <laughs> success, you know, is something I desire more than my relationship with Jesus. Jesus is still working on me. Hello for honesty. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You want to take that one? All of that? Dr. K? Oh, sorry, Dr. T. <laughs> so many doctors on this thing. I love answer number three and four, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I mean, I love them all, and I thank you for all of them, but there's something... There's something to be said about being very introspective and being very well aware of your own flaws, you know? Um, And just understanding that we have these feelings that we have to work on, we have to pray through. Like, I I think I can relate probably with number, with uh, the third one in the sense that sometimes these feelings are involuntary. You know, when someone gives you an accolade, like, oh, you're doing a great job. We thrive on that stuff. We're like, oh, look at me, I'm doing great. But if you don't get that validation and you're, you're, you're looking for that validation, God's, God's validation isn't, we feel like it's not enough. We feel like it's not enough. It's funny. I was reading a devotional um, the other day and it said something along the line. God, I, I just want to go get it, but I can't like run out of the room right now. But um, it was like the very last line was like you, something along the lines of like, you can't worry about what other people think or getting uh, acknowledged by other people, just just be focused on your the acknowledgement from God. You know, your rewards are, are, are in heaven, not here on earth. You don't have to worry about what other people think and how other people review you, because sometimes you're not gonna get that positive feedback. But a lot of times we rely on that. We rely on that feeling or what other people think or how other people view you before you can even begin to feel good about yourself. And God's telling you all of that stuff doesn't matter. Um, so I, I I think that is a is a great answer and Jesus is still working on me absolutely you know we're being worked on every day but we have to allow we have to we have to be open to allow Jesus to work on us and not just settle into you know idolizing other things that are not Him I mean that's that's my take on it what do you think absolutely I, I think because. Um, it's a it's a liberal skill here. I, I that's how I see. Um, that's how I see a lot of things where Jesus is higher than every. I say that all the time. Jesus is greater than anything. Jesus is greater than any mm-hmm. than anything and anybody. Jesus is great. So you you and for for the third and fourth answer, you will you will have that. You will you will that and that is the trying of your faith in Jesus. Where you come to, you come to um, testings and crossroads that um, beckon on you to regard Jesus as higher than what the, the what those situations are. Okay, and it takes it takes it takes knowing someone and getting very close to someone for you to say they are higher than anything that is in front of you. It takes getting very close to them and being able to actually. I mean, I, I always talk about um and about imagine if 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 Jesus walked past you. I mean. Invisibly, would you, would you notice it's in the room, or would you notice it just did? That's the kind of closeness um, and proximity, and and um, I, I used to do this thing. I don't know 
where it came from when I was when I was uh, when I was little. I'm still little. <laughs> um, where I could be, I mean, we had a huge house, and I could be at the very end of the house. Okay, at the very end of the house, and um, if someone walked in through the front door, okay, that's like what five rooms ahead of the house. If someone walked in, I could feel it from the very back of the house that someone was in the house. Okay, that that that's how close we should be able to know God. We should be able to, you know, um, identify with Jesus, such that 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 sort of closeness makes us regard Him as greater than anything, greater than any desire. And we, you could literally feel sometimes wars within you. Okay, where you, where, I mean, it's something you have you experience over time. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm feeling completely the opposite of you know what I, what my relationship with jesus is right now but then I, I i regard jesus as higher i regard him he is greater it's not because i'm regard he is actually the greatest okay and over time you keep you, you keep magnifying the name of jesus over anything and everything else shrinks everything else shrinks into the proper into the proper size okay which is supposed to be lesser than jesus that comes with you know that right. comes with with um with practice of course and you and that's you developing your faith that's your faith being developed so that's how i see that as well yeah. okay. i mean you I have guess. people say the thing all the time what would jesus do and you know in order for you to know what would someone else do you have to be able to think like that person and in order for you to be able to think like that person you have to have been close enough to that person to understand the way they think. So right. when people use the phrase, what would Jesus do? There's no way of knowing that if you weren't sitting with that person long enough to know what they would do. Mm -hmm. You can speculate, but your answer will not be accurate unless you are truly a pupil or an apprentice or a, a child. A lot of people, like we all have parents to some degree, right? And if, 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 if somebody, if one of your friends came and said, okay, I'm going to do it like your parents, they probably don't know how your parents would do it, but you do because you are their direct child. You've seen the way they act. You've seen the way they respond to things. You've seen the way they speak. You've seen the way they, you know, they, they deal with situations, but that friend may not know it because they're not there in the proximity learning and gleaning from your parents, but you do. So that's the same way we're children of God. We are in direct proximity. So we have to be able to get all that in the right way to apply it. And then you would know what would you, Jesus do. Right. And I think um, there's this really cool part regarding this relationship with Jesus. And that's the dynamism of it. Um, if you have any very close friend or any person you relate with at a very you know, tight you know, level in whatever sphere of your life, you begin to know that, you begin to notice that it's not, so much the benefit of the relationship you get that the relationship is the benefit all right where where you just love being with that person okay mm. and and in, in that is the privilege of us having you know been with jesus that is super clutch all right that that is the benefit we we get to relate with jesus and however dynamic that is Nobody can have that for us. You can't live my Jesus life for me. I can't live your Jesus life for you. So you got to get your Jesus relationship for yourself. And imagine everybody in having, this is super cool for the, you know, for the body of Christ. We're in the same body, okay, in the same body that is, that is Jesus. We experience him in different facets and forms. So we have the same mind, but in different versions and flavors. And I think that's super beautiful. Mm. Imagine if the entire body of Christ was having the mind of Christ, but then in different forms. So it, that is the joy. That is the that is the fun part. That is the that is the benefit of Jesus right there. Experience the same, experiencing the same thing in different ways. Anyway, that's for another day. Amen. Moving on. Can I move on? <laughs> oh, can we move on? Sorry. Yes. All right. Uh, third question. Why are you in a really? I don't know why I'm asking these weird questions, but I, I just I just think it's super apt. Why are you in a relationship with Jesus? 
because without him, life has no meaning nor any direction. I hope that's not just um, a a mental ascent answer, but something that's actually be ex- been experienced. Like if if I didn't have Jesus one day, this day would have this day was a loss. That's what I hope that answer meant. Like this, I mean, I didn't have I didn't collect none of Jesus today. I didn't put Jesus in virtually my entire day. Today sucked. I hope that's what that answer meant. Um, second answer, because I know he is the key to everything. Putting every putting anything before God is dangerous. He helps us through everything. We are not here to do it ourselves. I know he is what I need to make every aspect of my life work. Right. I just wish and I hope it's been experienced. And maybe it's it's gonna start from oh you've been experiencing and and it's a gradual thing. Of course, that's that's fine. Um but I don't want you to um have Jesus as the means to your end. He is the means, he is the end, he is the start, he everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hope you you know you, I mean, we're going to be talking about this a lot. I mean, for, for me, I ain't talking about nobody else. If I'm a Christian, I ain't talking about nothing about Jesus. And everything else I'm going to be talking about is going to come out of Jesus in all, in all the various of my opinion. So, um, third answer, to know why am I in a relationship with Jesus is to know him better because without him, there is no me. So many ways I can spin that. But yeah, Dr. Tumi, over to you. Um... Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a silly question. I think um, sometimes we have to ask these ask these questions. Like, why are you in a relationship with Jesus? When I saw the question, I was just like, huh, you never really think about it, you know? Like, why are you doing this? Why are you here? What is, I mean, besides, you know, you know, I, I'm faithful and I believe in something and I believe in God and, you know, and you've read the Bible and all that stuff makes sense. Like, okay, but what is your point? Why are you here? And I agree, like, um, I hope that these aren't canned answers, but even if they aren't canned answers, the fact is you thought about it, Mm. you do have an answer. Now apply the answer, you know? It's like, like, um, I was speaking to somebody today about this and and the person was talking about the fact that, you know, they're just feeling down in the dumps and, and, and a lot of things aren't working for them and all of that stuff. And I said, I've had times like that, and I said, and the the thing that gets you about times like that is you know how to fix it. You know exactly what it is you need to do to fix it, but it's just the, the fixing it. It's the, it's the application of that thing that makes it difficult. We have the answers. We know what it is you're supposed to do. So you know why you're in a relationship with Jesus, but can you actually apply it? You know, yes, we know this. I, I'm sure everyone's looking at this like, yeah, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But did you ever actually think about it? And put it out there and say, okay, I know things are going to be better with Jesus, but are you actually taking every aspect of your life and putting it into God's hands and on the journey, putting it into God's hands? And when the outcome comes, thanking God for that outcome and like making sure that he is literally in every aspect of your life. Are we doing it? So the answer is there, but are we actually applying this? Are we actually putting him first? Are we actually putting him above everything and above what people think and above, you know, every aspect of our journey? It is not just meant to be a theoretical thing. This is meant to be a real physical manifestation of the way we live our lives. Right. And not just to say it, just to say it. It's not supposed to be cliche or canned. We really have to function this way. And the moment you catch yourself not functioning this way, you have to take a step back. And that's God, that's all we've been talking about tonight. Having that relationship allows you to check yourself when you are veering away from exactly what you're supposed to be doing. Because again, we're not perfect. We're not all doing this 100%. But the, the ability to be able to catch yourself and regroup and change the way you're thinking is what we're after right now. So I think these answers are great. I just hope we're applying them. And I... I have to emphasize the point, or maybe um, make us aware of the point that even when we find ourselves veering away, or, or however you know, or we catch ourselves in whatever um, predicament, that that is a gift from Jesus Himself. 
because some people would just go. Some just there. There's no there. There's no compass. That there's no alarm out here. You know, telling them, hey, something crazy going on. Now, for you to be able to experience that in itself meant you have you have some you know proximity with Jesus already, and then you you acknowledging that, okay, and it's actually. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. So something begins to happen when you have this proximity with Jesus. The, 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 every single day becomes a day of gratitude. Where you, the life you're living, you know, you ain't doing nothing to get it. So you, you got to give thanks for it. You, okay, you, yeah. you're living a life you, you, have, you didn't pay for. It's a free life. You didn't pay for it. You ain't working for it. Uh, you don't know where it came from. Everything free or charge. Okay, <laughs> that's crazy. You, you gotta keep things. Okay, so when you're doing, when you're going crazy and like, um, even right about now that I'm about to recognize stuff, uh, that is, I still have that recognition free or charge, and I give thanks for getting pulled back and having the alarm ring somewhere. So I just I, I like giving you know like little real life experiences because I think that helps us a lot as young people. Where I think it was the last week I started coughing like crazy. Um, I'm taking meds. I wasn't feeling good and blah blah blah. And I, y'all know I don't get sick, so I was working my my bum bum to the very end of the grindstone. <laughs> um, so uh, and then I I, I felt like you know I, I needed to give some people to give me help. And as soon as I was freaking out, like I was legit freaking out. People were getting me help and all, and I was freaking out. And in the middle of my freak out moment, I, I, I mean, I started having a conversation with Jesus. I mean, like in the middle of it, I'm freaking out, and I'm having a and, and the, my conversation with Jesus with every freak out um occurrence was, <laughs> we know, you, you you know we've already talked about this. Like I've already paid for your healing it's already done right i was like yeah i received that then i freak out like I, yeah we already dealt with that yeah that's true okay i received your healing guys i received the healing and i was like yikes like at every instance of me receiving healing i freaked out less and i got better over time okay and then by the time help came i didn't need it no more that 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 is and all of that was free of charge Oh, that was free of charge. I, 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 I and I could have saved some more money too, too if I picked out less. Um, but, but you know, it's those are that is that dynamism is what we're talking about of the experience you get in Jesus. I mean, in the middle of and 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 they struck me right there. That imagine just for the sake of it, God forbid. Imagine if I actually died right now, I would have died talking to Jesus. Woo! I I I would have enjoyed I would have enjoyed my passion moment because hey I know straight up I'm going to heaven talking to Jesus there's no other way oh that that is that is a that is a glorious passion I would have enjoyed the whole thing I would have that's the relationship we're talking about I kid you not Amen but uh, let's just hope you don't die Thanks just don't hey, want to be morbid Yeah okay I, I, and, and, and from here, and, and let's not, hey, let's not get super religious now, okay? Because, hey, if, and, and the, in, in the middle of that, I was like, I mean, I was super freaking out, like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, imagine if I actually died right, right now, because sometimes, you, hey, let's not lie, you, you do get the thoughts. And I was like, and as soon as I said, I just, Jesus, I mean, I heard it very clearly, it's like, <laughs> it literally laughed at me, like, you ain't dying nothing, <laughs> first of all, because I've given you all the healing you need, not to do that. I was like, okay, all right, I receive it. Hey, you're gonna get moments where you're gonna freak out. Let's not, let's not, let's not. You know, it it happens. You are gonna freak out. You you get to some things and you're like, oh my gosh, um, let's is this gonna be it? No, and he's like, no, this is not it. You're gonna be fine. You already paid for that life. I was like, all right, and then we we walked it back again. But I just I just had that, you know. Just imagine how how better. Oh, how best for that to happen. Because we're going to go to heaven, right, someday. Let's, let's get that clear. But how best to do that talking to Jesus the whole way. The whole way. But anyway, so that's the relationship. That's dynamism. The relationship is the benefit. It's the privilege. Cool. 
I think I think that's cool. Like the idea that, and that's why we do this. This is why we do empower. Ding ding ding. I feel like we have one of these moments every week to understand that this is. We all think this way, you know, when we're having our moment with God and just having moments where God is just like, stop it. And you're like, okay, God, I get it. My bad. Um, yeah, it's God talks to you, and He's literally like, be quiet. Uh, I got this. Don't worry, I'm taking care of it. And you're just like, all right, God, my bad, my bad. And then you go through the process all over again because we're human. Um, but yeah, I, I think that this is a good place to end. Thank you, Brother Sean, for a great um, teaching tonight, as well as great questions, great introspective questions. Um, and thank you to everyone who answered those questions. We really appreciate your feedback. We know that everyone is camera shy and nobody wants to talk on Empower. Um, we encourage you to still do so because, quite frankly, we are happy to uh, hear what you guys say um, live um, and 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 hold back on reading the answers to the questions or read them faster so we can like hear what you guys have to say. But you know, we're happy to have this robust discussion and really on hear honestly what you guys are thinking. Um, and I think this tonight was a great way to be introspective. You know, go home and well, you're already home, but open your Bibles and you know. Uh, open your Bibles and, you know, just keep, keep studying the word, keep understanding the right way to follow. Um, apparently some people wanted to talk, but my bad if we monopolize the conversation. Um, but yes, next week you have plenty of room to speak. Just say something, interrupt us, please, honestly, interrupt us. We are okay with that. Trust me, if you want to say anything. Um, so just a couple of announcements. Number one, we announced the winners of uh, the most joined um, Empowers for 2019. And I know AA is on here right now. We don't know who you are. <laughs> so if you can contact any one of us and just tell us who you are, even if you want to remain anonymous, you can contact any of the core leaders. Tell us who you are so we can get your gift card to you because you were second place um, for last year. So thank you, everybody. Kudos. Snap, 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 snaps. Um, yes. So please, you know, we want to know who you are, um, or not know who you are, but we want to get your gift to you. So if you can tell us who you are, that'd be great. Uh, so yes, we have surprise space. <laughs> Thank you, AA. Congratulations for being, um, among the top three joiners of, of Empower last year. But yes, you win a $10 gift card to Panera. I mean, I want it. So, uh, you're welcome. Um, all right. So as everyone knows, tomorrow we have Bible study. Uh, we're going through a great series right now. So if you all please can join us in reading, um, the book of Daniel, uh, that is what we're going through right now in, in, um, in a Bible study. And it's been given to the whole church as, as a reason to, or as a, uh, book to study right now. Uh, so please go through it. Even if you can't make it to Bible study, just follow along read it, get an annotated version, study it. Uh, it will really help and change your life. I think we're all, we're all somewhere, somewhere delved into Daniel. So we're hoping that you can join us. Um, I would also like to invite everyone to Thursday's Provoke Heavens. Please come through again, like we said many, many times, we might be the youth and young adults. Um, a lot, quite frankly, a lot of us in here are adults. <laughs> um, but you know, we're young at heart, but we are encouraging everyone Take your salvation into your own hands. Provoke Heavens is not a place where, you know, you just come and you're like listening to the word again and listening to the same old. You're coming and you're praying for yourself. You are literally provoking heavens. Um, and, and, and like we've been talking about, um, one of our AG members was very sick. Uh, and, you know, I, I was explaining to everyone, you know, listen, we are not too young for things to happen to us. We are not too young for the, for, 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 uh, to die. And so we have to pray for ourselves. We have to pray for, you know, our own healing and our health and pray for each other. Uh, so please everyone send out warm thoughts and prayers um, to, to all the AG members, especially those who uh, are recovering at the moment, um, who thank God are out of the hospital. Um, so we, we just need to send out that love and positive energy and, and prayers and pray for yourselves. Take your salvation into your own hands. Um, yeah, and, and just keep 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 hold of that. And the funny part is, the, and someone just said that to me just now in text message, and I'm gonna say it to you guys, 
the mother of the young person that was ill, uh, we were having a conversation, you know, in the hospital. And uh, the, the thing that I have to pray, um, and she had said that, a pastor said that to her, funny enough, someone just said that to me. Uh, pray so you don't have to pray, guys. Seriously, you know? You've got to pray for yourself when nothing is wrong. Bank those prayers, you know, because when there's there's going to be a time where you can't pray and all the things you've prayed already is what's going to manifest itself. Things that God has promised you already, the covenant God has made with us. Guys, pray so you don't have to pray. Seriously, you know, we don't, we're not on Empowered just, just because we're here to learn we're here to, to absorb. We're all learning. I'm learning. You know, even though we're all, you might see the Empower Leaders teaching, we're still learning, guys. And as we're picking up the word to open it up and figure out what we're going to say to you, we're learning ourselves. We're getting our own revelation. So, you know, that's, I'm, I'm good with that. I'm happy to get my revelation. But what about yours? Get your revelation. Come and catch revelation, like the pastor loves to say. It's not just about the people that are standing up on the pulpit. It's about you. In your own relationship with God. So come to provoke heavens, pray for each other, come and be enthusiastic about serving God. Yes, we have those times that are just fun and it's like, well, oh, that's not biblical. Yeah, well, you know, praising God is biblical. Praising God is biblical and God blesses you through your praise. So come on through. Um, we had an amazing uh, AG Sunday last week. We have been going on with themes. And so our theme was Jersey Sunday. Thank you for everybody who wore a jersey and supported and was enthusiastic. Great job, AG Choir, that like killed it with um, the music, um, the guest appearances, the, 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 the songs, the, just the, the praising. It was fantastic. So guys, this is, this is just so much. Bring friends, invite people. Third Sunday every month, we have surprises every single week. Um, and you guys might be involved in some of them. So uh, our next AG Sunday is in February, and it's going to be Tracksuit Sunday. So let everybody know. Go buy yourself a tracksuit find a tracksuit, borrow a tracksuit, whatever it is, get one um, and come through and be a part of the celebration. Because quite frankly, the church is out, outdo them, y'all. This is our Sunday. So let's outdo them. So that's what we're here for. Um, we have our regular service this coming Sunday, 10 a.m. Um, and then we have a prayer service. Uh, AG leaders, uh, just remind me what the name of the prayer service is. I just forgot all, all of a sudden. Um, and that's coming up the last uh, few days in January. So We'll have those dates for you. We can send those out um, via text, uh, via encounter. Thank you. Thank you, Ken, um, one of our new Empower leaders. Um, it is the, the encounter, um, and I believe it's the 28th, 29th, and 30th. Just correct me on that if I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, it's the, it's the last Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So please come through to the church. It's going to be amazing. Guys, whenever the pastor says come and pray, don't take it lightly. Because quite frankly, the last couple times that he said pray, come to church and pray, things have happened. Things have happened, good and bad. So it's no joke, guys. There's a lot going on in the world right now. So let's let's make this happen. Sorry, it's 9.13. I'm over my time. I apologize. But uh, so that's what's coming up. Again, AG Sunday. And then we are back here for Empower next week. Same time, same place. Don't miss it. It's going to be great. We have new Empower leaders coming on every week that are going to just, you know, encourage you, enlighten you bring you great things. And it's not always going to be teaching. We have some debates coming up that we want you guys to be a part of. We have some prayer sessions coming up. We have the pastor as our guest speaker many times this, this year, who is just going to come and just bring knowledge and information. So invite your friends. Don't miss Empower. It is going to be so different this year and so great. So we are so happy to have you. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Let's pray ourselves out. Father God, we thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for what you're doing with AG. Thank you for what you're doing with Empower. Thank you for what you are doing with your children, God. We know that the world is crazy right now, but Lord, we always have a, a safe place with you. We always have a safe haven in your presence and in your bosom, Father God. Thank you for allowing us access to you, O oh Lord. Father God, we thank you for saving the lives of our AG members, Lord God, Lord, because we know that the sickness will not be unto death. And by your grace, we are grateful that you have saved uh, our AG members' lives, Father God, because many of us travel, get sick, Things happen, go places, Lord, but you always bring us back home. And we are grateful for your love. We are grateful for your care. We are grateful for your protection. And we pray that you continue to protect us until we come again to this place, Lord God, to talk about you, to learn from you, to receive you, to receive revelation from you, oh God. 
Thank you, Father God. Let us be open to you. Let us not be led astray. Let us not be led astray by our own selves, Father God. Let us always find our way back to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Once again, AA, reach out to one of us um, so we can get you your, your prize. And we thank you all for joining us. God bless you all. Good night.